Well, 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 this week's episode of the Chairsofter Show, uh, you're in for a treat. If you thought I could talk for England, just wait till you meet tonight's guest. Stay tuned for more. Cue the music. Listening to the Chess Off to Show, your weekly SF podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites, and personalities within the SF community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can contact me facebook.com forward slash the Chess Off to Show, Instagram at the Chess Off to Show, or by email on andy at the Chess Off to Show Thank you very much for tuning into this week's episode. Joining me this week, the legend himself, it's Tony from Rift Stairsoft. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening, Andy. Thank you very much for obviously uh, inviting me. No uh, problem to, to have a chat. So thank you. Uh, after for that. after months of harassment from the two Jasons, it's finally been organised. <laughs> and let's start tonight off by saying I'm going to do an unusual thing this week, and I'm going to pour a beer now because knowing Tony from the site, I've played there. I've played at your sites a couple of times now. I know that I'm not going to. Get a word in edgeways for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> no, that, that's just not true, surely. I, I'm sure, I, I've seen the patch. I've seen the patch of I survived Tony's safety brief. Well, it's ad-libbing, that's what it is. So what I like to do when I do the briefing is just yeah. add a little bit more of a, you know, a, a, a visual... Um, bit of flair to yeah, it, a bit of show business yeah. to I it. I mean, to be fair, I mean, there's a lot of people that just come along, they just want to... They just want to play airsoft, and, and yeah. I totally appreciate that. I mean, I've attended many sites where the briefings have been really short, in fact, too short, and, of course, other sites where they've been really long, too long. Mm. So a balance is about right. Um, unfortunately, um, I just get carried away in the moment, and yeah. I apologise to everyone that's ever had to stand there and listen to the... the. I think it's been up to 40 minutes, which is, is a little bit too long, I know. I, uh, I was going to say, I, I'm not sure who holds the record, whether it's yourself it, or the mall. Uh, the mall was the longest one I ever heard, and I must admit, um, and the chap that did it, I mean, lovely guy, uh, he was a Scottish chap with a beard, everyone knows the guy that used to be there, I'm sure, from years ago, lovely guy, but I couldn't actually understand him either, that was the other thing, it was, uh, I mean, and he kept laughing and, and the things he was saying, so he was really enjoying himself, uh, but it, it was a long brief, uh, but yeah. of course, lots of rules there because of the, the amazing sight that it was, you know, with all the different bits and pieces there. So Yeah, and, um, and having spoken to the owners a few times, you could understand why some of the rules had come in place when you hear oh, some yeah. of the stories of what had happened yeah. there over the years. You know, you sort of like, yeah, I can understand why they've got to have so much in place. But it's like every site, and I'd rather it be too long than a site that shall remain, remain nameless that's local to me, in fact, incredibly local to me, um, that... Well, if you know, you know, basically. But uh, the safety briefing consisted of basically we turned up and he goes, yeah, so uh, we have no MED on 500 FPS bolt action rifles. Uh, I don't believe in safety. I don't believe in marshals, sorry. Um, yeah, that's it. Off you go. Wow. And I think okay. we started game one at 10 o'clock and by 10.15 I was packing up. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you only play there once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, this yeah. is the thing, but, but it's, it's the site that keeps you coming back at the end of the day, isn't it? And yeah. The way I mean, it's run. Yeah, I mean, we've had to adapt. So we've gone from when I first 
put the briefing together so I, I i didn't copy anything i wrote it from scratch i did an introduction and a, a what, what we're basically we absolutely need you to make sure you do then going on to the agenda then all the different all the way through um and of course as as time went on uh, we expanded it actually added more to it especially through feedback and people being unhappy about certain things that might have happened in a game um, and that's what actually pushed us on to introduce which i think we were probably the first and i'm please correct me anybody that knows different but we were the first to introduce the no run from grenade rule um and that's purely because of the arguments we had a five meter invisible kill radius um mm. and uh people would literally just run away so they're outside the five meters the grenade go bang and then they run back in and you know yeah so then we introduce it's things like that and of course but then that has to be explained uh, and some people then go well what why why can't we run from grenades well and then and obviously that it's another sort of a topic to go into and uh, but it works it absolutely works fine so yeah. but we've kind of gone around completely round trip on it because one of the things that we have found since the the rift airsoft community community has grown is that we get so many repeat customers i mean literally every weekend we see lots of the same faces yeah. we're not talking every two weeks every weekend they play different sites so and that's really humble humbling to us you know we, we love that um but they're li listening to the same thing every sunday so that's why we've introduced the rule board now so the rule board serves as a bit of a go-between uh, between us, the site, which has to do a, a verbal brief in the morning, and also then a bit of responsibility to the player. So the player then can read the rule board before they leave the safe zone and get a general feel of all the bits and pieces that that, that is kind of common sense. Uh, but it means that I don't have to read all that out. And that cuts the briefing down by a good 10 minutes, if, if not more. Yeah, I so, say, um, the beauty of that mm. is that you can have the things that are common to every site on those boards and then you could just have Absolutely. any any quirks for each different site you know yep and i'm thinking of main building at comms where at the birthday game last year i don't think i could see my hand in front of my face or the walls <laughs> just outside the building from the sheer amount of smoke Smokes that coming out of that yeah, people get excited don't they <laughs> <laughs> but the truth of it is you know uh there's always a different take on everything i mean i've played sites where you know they've just said look guys we're here to have some fun let's just go and play and that that sort of like ticks a box for a lot of people because they know what they're doing you know it, but unfortunately it does open a can of worms if things are mentioned um in the briefing especially regarding safety uh, yeah. and nobody wants to get hurt let's be really about and, and as a site owner uh, one of the key things that i'm always conscious about is safety um because so many things can go wrong um and and god forbid if if that was because we have missed something or haven't done something or, you know, uh, educated or spoken about things that need to be uh, mentioned. So, you know, it is a bit of a waffle. I did read a comment from a chap that um, somebody said, oh, let's go back to Redcon. And uh, it was on Facebook and the chap put, no, I'm not listening to that bloke waffling on again. It drove me insane. And I thought, well, you know, OK, it was our third game. I checked on, I looked at when the guy booked in. It was only our third event there. Um, so we're learning, you know. Um of course, Redcon, it's a huge site, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's our biggest one. Um, and that, that's a little bit disheartening when people put, I won't, he didn't actually use those words, he was quite rude, to be fair. Um, and I did even put a comment underneath saying, I find your comments quite disrespectful. However, you know, everyone's got their opinion. Um, so there are people out there, and I'm sure we've lost uh, customers, players, I'm sure we have, where 
people are saying, oh, let's go and play Rift. And they're like, nah, I'm not listening to that. I, I can't, yeah. you know. And I, I genuinely feel for people that, you know, that have probably got those thoughts or they don't visit us as often because they know that we are, uh, you know, uh, it's a bit of a slow start. But when you get started, off we go, you know. Um, but that's what the rule board's there for. Um, so that now hopefully will bring the other people when they hear about it of course uh, they'll come back and they'll think oh yeah okay this is better it's a shorter brief still detailed um, but there's a little bit more um, game time rather than stand there listening time which is uh, it's a balance yeah yeah exactly you know you, well, that's, that's yeah. the thing you've got to make that call as a site owner of, mm. do I want someone to get stretched off which I've been to games where they have um, mm. Now that was down to no fault of the site as such because their briefing covered it, but you know these things do happen, unfortunately. But they do. If they're briefed, at least you sort of tick that box as far as any yeah. potential sort of insurers are concerned. If they have to get involved for any absolutely, reason. yeah, we've had a few uh, ambulance calls, and we're very lucky. We always seem to have actually trained paramedics with us, as in people that are either you know literally off-duty paramedics or. Uh, military trained paramedic so we're yeah. one of our head marshals obviously well, everyone knows jake he's uh yeah. he's a medic guy he's, he's out there well my um son's well, steve you know who runs games his wife she's a paramedic and there's a lot of them that are very well or obviously first aid trained as we are uh, but these guys are the pros you know um, and that really gives me a lot of confidence as well so if there are any injuries on site something that obviously um needs an expert look you know rather than just a, oh god that looks bad let's just ring for an yeah. ambulance at least they know what Anything to do more than a plaster yeah that's right <laughs> i mean well mine again from my point of view every time i've attended the um, first aid uh, courses it, it just boils down to common sense you know uh, you, you can't fix it so you need to call it for an ambulance yeah. and then obviously but in the, it's what you do until the ambulance gets there that's an important thing as well yeah exactly um, and thinking back to the days when I had to do first aid courses and they basically said the first thing any paramedic's going to do really when they turn up is rip off everything you've done and start again anyway start again yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, I mean yeah but we've been very lucky um, and I think well I say lucky I think you know when I say to people in a briefing you know or, or Steve I mean let's be honest about it realistically Steve runs comms three in the village now i run red con uh, jake runs the bond dump so there's more of us now you know we, rift has grown to a, to a we're all family obviously which mm. is absolutely fantastic but uh it's not just me like it used to be in fact a lot of people think i'm just the booking guy now you know oh tony's <laughs> the booking guy and he it's steve that runs the go so i kind of like that really um but it was just me for six years straight i think that, that i ran every game mm. every weekend and uh you know so most people do remember my brief <laughs> uh, but again you know um yeah these guys are out there every every weekend and obviously that their sole purpose there is to obviously make sure that everyone's well looked after and uh the details of of the day uh, are obviously projected in that morning brief and in fact the morning brief is in my opinion the most important time of the day um you know because airsoft is airsoft it, it, it evolves it changes whatever but the briefing in the morning is is that pinnacle time where the host the main guy can actually address everybody all at once everyone listens in and obviously if there's any questions or any un anything you're unsure of that's the time obviously to, yeah. to to get it out there um and that's why we mentioned about you know no building your own defenses no climbing over things that shouldn't be climbed over you know no moving furniture around you know in the buildings because again it's just a hazard you know a lot of people know the site back to front um yeah, exactly. so they run through the main building and there's a filing cabinet that's been dragged out you know then they're going to run straight into it um so it's things like that you know just trying to see uh 
you know beyond the obvious uh, just to keep everybody safe um, and again one of the main things I do in fact absolutely is morning everybody you know weapons safe and then I talk about the hazards just mentioned look guys it's heavy rain the ground is really slippery today so yeah. number one focus and then i mention it again and again you know it's um because everyone gets excited and wants to run everywhere uh, but of course you can just slip over and that hurts exactly exactly um which you speak of the hazards you know that's one of the things that uh always gets mentioned at the jail the bank behind f-wing where uh justin will say that thing's slippery in the dry it's been monsooning yeah. for about three weeks, as it was at the start of the year. It's horrible. Where the weather was horrendous. Which, funny enough, speaking of the jail, was the first time I actually came across you guys when you did the private game and we had about six inches of snow. Oh, that's it. that was the uh, Blaster Tour, I believe, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were invited to run it there, which, uh, you know, was... Uh, uh, oh, God. You know, uh, to, to run anything at the jail if you don't know it uh yeah. it's just a massive feat but i think we did okay we we dropped the ball one thing that i i was a little bit angry with myself was was i didn't realize that the top windows if the windows are open they could shoot down into the spawn yeah. area i mean i just didn't know so of course the very first whistle blew and the people were shooting into the spawn area mm. which everyone knows not to do but it was a, a quick trick to stop yeah. the enemy coming out so we quickly let's say the spawn area it was an area near you know uh, to restrict players but once we had addressed that the day flew quite well um it was damaged though by the cold weather because we had pistol shotgun games uh planned for one part of the land and yeah. electrics for everywhere else but the, it was so cold pistols and shotguns they just weren't working yeah. so uh unfortunately we had to literally just open the whole site uh, but we adapted it and i think you know the feedback on the day was generally very very good which uh <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. A... Yeah, because for your your sites tend to be woodland. They um, do indeed. Yeah. So I bet it was a bit of a learning curve for yourself was. as well to have well, to go into this CQB environment. Yeah, I, I to to be fair, I did visit with Ed from Combat UK, Phil. You know, um, yep. uh, uh, yeah, I think I don't know if Reese was there, but anyway, Phil was there. It was just me, Ed, and Phil, I believe. We went up there about a month before, and I yeah. had a walk around for about an hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. And that didn't really help because it's so big. I mean, it's such an amazing it's site. Amazing it's amazing as well. Yeah, it, it, it's, it is literally. Yeah. So uh, I did my best, um, and then yeah, but it, it this seemed to work. And the other reason why I think things really work as well, and it, it goes without saying, is marshals. The team that I have with me are just so awesome, and I'm not just saying it because. If they weren't, I just wouldn't mention them. Uh, but yeah. they are. I mean, all of the marshals adapt on the fly. They know the sport. They know people. They kind of just get it. And that really, really helps me out. Because I don't have to micromanage individuals. I just leave the marshals to do their job. And they just help and make things work. And it's just unbelievable. Yeah. And I mean, really is. And Rift Airsoft is, say, my creation, if you like. But realistically, what's brought it to life is everybody that's involved in it um behind the scenes and then of course you've got the players that come along and make it um actually happen on the day and i still i can't stress how excited i get to watch people enjoying the battle scenarios we've written or the ideas we've had and i still actually get a buzz from that and yeah. i'm not that's no exaggeration i love it i absolutely love it 
So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we're moving through the sites because we, we, we'll go through the ones that I've sort of visited first mm. as well. So, you've got the Ridge, which was, I think, my second Rift event, which, again, it rained, which was <laughs> Rift Sim, not the last one, the one before, yeah. where Mr. Hedder still goes on about his mortars. He loves it, doesn't he? That I assisted well, him with. I've got a little bit of news about the Ridge. Um, obviously, during lockdown, we've been in a lot we've stayed indoors yeah. etc but over the past week i've actually visited comsite 3 i've visited the ridge yeah. and i've visited the village uh obviously where i've met people i've kept at two meters away because obviously yeah. i can do that and i can since we talk about the ridge the ridge has a brand new car park being built right now so that horrible hill that slope that everyone had to park on that bumpy slope mm. is now still there but they've literally felled all the trees to one hand to the right hand side of that that slope and literally are laying a nice smooth car park that will hold an easy 60 to 80 cars and that is going to change everything for the ridge because uh yeah and i went up there it's work in progress at the moment the guys have been up there working really hard that's the landowner um and it is amazing i've taken some uh video and um, some photos of it and it's uh i'm getting really excited about that because the ridge in my opinion, is a fantastic site, but the car park and the safe zone area was is Achilles' heel, really. Um, you know, people obviously didn't like parking on the slopes. It was really bumpy. When it rained, all the rain came down. It was just horrible. Yeah. Um, but now, we've got a new car park. So cool. I'm happy with that. Yeah. And that is an amazing site, the Ridge. I love mm. it. Um, it is very hard going if you're not used to that terrain as well. It is, yeah, it is. And it's um, very rewarding as well, though. Um, and, of course, because of its size and, obviously, the, the, the fact that you have to be almost like an athlete to get around it, um, that's why we introduce secondary spawns, etc. So, or the medic rule and things like that. So when you get hit, you're not, like, walking miles and miles i mean sometimes you do have to but generally we try and give extra options on the site there so yeah. again you know you're not doing a walking scenario uh, sorry simulator rather than an airsoft you want to play airsoft you want to shoot people and have fun uh, not just walk around all day so you know we adapt things and uh, we always listen to feedback as everybody knows um i've even literally just got an email this evening of um, some ideas for redcon when we go Mac, which is really cool. cool. So, uh, you know, I'm always uh, happy to chat and listen to ideas um, if it makes yeah. things better, of course. Redcon is that elusive site at the moment because I was Ooh. meant to be there last weekend. Well, yeah, at, that's... At the time uh, recording, which unfortunately, hopefully we'll see later in the year, but unfortunately it was not to be at this time. No, I absolutely love it there. So um, when I visited the land, so uh, Redcon is, if anyone's not too, too sure there, it's a... Uh, an old airfield if you like it's got some original buildings there um and uh, lots of absolutely fantastic land to fight across in fact I, I can't even stress how much i'd love to just play it myself it really is that good it's just amazing uh, but it's huge um and because it's big there's lots of nothing in certain places so i met up with a, a good friend of mine jay stevens who who uh drove my vehicles around the the armored vehicle i've got and he also built a lot of comms he's a builder he's he's a lovely guy um he introduced me to a chap that's got a lot of knocked out vehicles like old cvrts and what have yeah. you so uh we had a little handshake so i had some vehicles brought down including a lynx helicopter so that's all put out there there's uh there's eight oh nine 
nine armoured vehicles that you can get in. They're all not working. They're all like knocked out with the doors mm. open, etc. Um, the links you can climb in. We're going to actually do a bit more to the links. So we're going to have that as a Black Hawk Down kind of area. Um, but there's a few hard standings that, that were just nothing there. Um, and they used to have buildings there, the old um, munition storage buildings. So having a little look at my bank balance and my credit card and another couple of friends, um, I took the plunge and spent a week and a half with the builders there building buildings back there and obviously making it turn them into cqb sort of little kill houses um so they're still work in progress um went way over budget so mm. any builder will quote you something and then when you actually get there it's what double you know it's uh yeah but it was worth it and, and it's it's met with obviously absolutely fantastic feedback we've tweaked things along the way um we did have the amazing shift your rifts uh, weekend event booked for literally last weekend uh, which we yeah. had to cancel uh, which i was really sad about however literally just today i've got a new date from the mod that we've agreed and that will be august the 8th and 9th so this is breaking news nobody knows this i've not announced it oh. but okay, on this so now show, what you need to do is wait until tuesday to announce it so everyone has to listen to this episode first okay <laughs> then well that's it i will <laughs> i will wait until tuesday before saying anything so um yes yeah, so that is breaking news. i literally got the email about an hour before you said right let's get on and let's do this so um the mod have confirmed the 8th and 9th of august for us to run the uh Boom. shift your rift event yeah which now all i need to do is make sure i can get the paratroopers coming in uh yeah. the helicopter coming in and obviously armored vehicles we can do that on our own bit of land in the evening anyway um, but it's going to be a fantastic event where obviously people can bring all of their unwanted items as long as it's militaria or airsoft related uh, you know not don't bring down your oh, i've got some old i don't know socks i want to sell that are not puppies on them or something crazy or you know kitchen sink or something as long as it's militaria or, or airsoft related um you're very welcome to bring it down so and it's going to be evening, there's going to be a beer tent, uh, there's going to be uh, evening entertainment, like music, etc., DJ, uh, and obviously just lots of airsoft and banter, you know. Um, the only thing that might ruin that, as I've replied to the MOD, is if uh, our beloved government say that we aren't allowed a certain volume of people, uh, even by August, if they restrict the volume of people, then it won't mm. be viable to run that event. So yeah. um, it's a very expensive uh health as you can imagine the amount of land i need and the paratroopers and everything else it's it's a lot of money so yeah. that's well, this that, this funnily enough is a subject yeah. i want to come back on to in a minute um okay. but yep so you've got that that's now in my diary ready because i'll well, be there um, yeah excellent i mean Ed, ed's told me i've got to go so <laughs> oh you mean you didn't want to go no of course uh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good uh, no, Ed obviously invited me along, and then um, I've now put that in my diary. So excellent. Well, on, even mate, Ed, mate. even Ed doesn't uh, yeah. know yet. I was going to say, I know the date before Ed. Yeah, you, nobody knows. You're the first, and that's just by chance as well. That's mm. literally because I got the email, and uh, yeah. it's good news. And we all need good news at the moment. Things are a little yeah, bit quiet. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's uh, you know. It's so we've strong. done just running through the sites. We've done Redcon. We've done the, the Ridge. Ridge. We've done Comms as well. Uh, yeah so comms 3 actually there's uh, some sad news with comms site 3 so we've got high speed rail uh building one of the mm. longest tunnels on the whole of the route this is phase one from london to birmingham yeah. um i met with uh hs2 in parliament i had to go there about 2015 five years ago 
and I didn't petition against what they wanted to do there. I basically um, went there to obviously tell them about Rift Airsoft, what we're doing, and obviously anything that they do could impact what we do. And Parliament was very clear, look, HS2 will work with you, um, which I've been told all the way along. So everyone that's ever said to me, oh, Tony, oh, is Comsite 3 going to close because of HS2? I'm saying no, because HS2 will be working with us. Well, guess what? <laughs> They're not. Uh, they've been uh, anything bar straight with me, to be fair. Um, so, unfortunately, it looks like there is going to be some disruption at Commsite 3, which is by far our flagship site. It's the best site mm. we've got. Um, I'm literally locking horns now. Um, I've been very friendly and very happy with them, you know, and trying to be very... Uh, what's the word, you know, open and, and you know, uh, but that's not worked. Obviously, they're clearly just doing whatever they want to do. So um, it is a shame. So uh, mm. my, my my message to everybody is play comms as much as you can, because there's a good chance that we're going to have to obviously, uh, well, close the doors on it while they do things until we can get a new safe zone built. Uh, and that's really, really sad, you know, yeah. um, not good news for that site, unfortunately. Yeah, um, you got the village. Uh, yeah, the village. Uh, that's out near Royston. Okay. Um, yeah. So again, I can just chat about that. I was there uh, yesterday. How about yeah. that? So I visited there yesterday. Yeah, I had an invite actually to to go up there because they wanted to just chat and and see how things were and obviously where we stand going back. And also they wanted to show off what they'd done. Now that site was always great fun anyway i know if you did you ever visit the village did you uh, i did yeah, uh, yeah? i played there okay. uh, oh just before christmas not last okay. year before i think it was well it definitely is better in the summer anyway because it's so yeah. lush and green up there well those guys um that's mark and ryan that are up there right this moment i'd imagine oh we might have finished by now they've been up there through lockdown literally clearing tidying and rebuilding um they've pretty much rebuilt the actual village part of the village um they've tidied the whole area i mean it looks he's put his way he's been raking all the ground so there's no broken wood and tripping hazards or anything like it's all clear i mean it looks amazing so we took some pictures um we had a wander around there's lots of things happening there and they are literally getting ready obviously for when everyone goes back so uh yeah. Again, I'm sure that everyone that knows the village, when they eventually get back there, they're going to be like, oh my God, this is wow. There's so many more defences, little bunkers, scrapes, everything. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. And I, I walked around yesterday, I was like, you guys have worked so hard. Um, so yeah, well done to the guys there. Um, and I, again, can't wait to open the doors there and, and let people run around and have fun on it. I sense another trip coming, so me and Parker can have another <laughs> who can shoot the other first. Yes. Across the site. That, that, that's what the, the time I visited there. That's literally what I descended into. I saw Parker across the other the other side of the site, and we were literally taking sort of two or three shots at each other. And it just so happened that I was the first one to sort of throw half a mag across at him first to get him. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's the only way it ended. We we spent about five minutes there just taking pot shots. <laughs> it's as I say, it's a great site. Um, I get a lot of feedback. It almost is too popular sometimes i mean the amount of times again like like a lot of the sites the only the only site we don't actually fully book regular is the bomb dump um yeah. but the village and comms three 
definitely those two sites are the, are the most popular too. Uh, always fully booking. I'm always saying, I'm really sorry, guys. We're fully booked. Um, you know, if anyone drops out, I'll let you know. Um, and it, it can be a little bit too busy there at the village because people do kind of just turn up um, and we're like, well, you know, you're here, but we're really pushing close onto limits really um but there you go i mean you know we're we're you know we're lucky to have it and and the guys there are really supportive we went up there yesterday as i said and uh you know maintaining that that social distance of course but uh had a wander around with them and uh, they've done a lot of work so yeah great So finally, that you mentioned it there, the bomb dump. Um, mm. You say that's not as busy. Could that possibly be because of the location in relation to the others? Because that's down in Hampshire. Ham- yeah. yeah, I was going to well, say that's down in Middle Wallop, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So if you actually type in Airsoft Hampshire you get a lot of sites there is a lot down there no no, i'm not Mm. saying all that you know uh, but there's a lot of choice and uh the bomb dump is in my opinion one of my favorite sites uh because of its it's so symmetrical it's so clean with the little roads and the buildings everything Mm. um but you've still got the bushes you've still got obviously the high ground the low ground um the car park area is substantially, uh, you know, substantial, should I say, for the, the volume of vehicles we get. But on a really busy day, it does get a bit bit crowded there. Um, mm. The only downside to the bomb dump compared to Redcon is the MOD won't allow me to do my own thing at the bomb dump, i.e. build things, remove things yeah. and, and upgrade and what have you. Uh, whereas at Redcon, they've given me a, an open literally do what you like kind of thing as long as it's safe and we approve it you can yeah. do it um so the bomb dump has always stayed the same uh, which is kind of a bit of a shame really because there's so many things i'd like to do there um so yeah we normally average about 50 to 60 people there which you know from any 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 site really that's not bad numbers um but the others get over 100 as you know so uh you know but i don't think you want over 100 running around at the bomb dump anyway that would be a bit yeah be a bit of a meat grinder really um but i do really like the site and it, a lot of people it's actually their favorite but it's just too far it's an hour and 50 minute drive for them you know so it's, yeah. it's a bit too uh you know um we should yeah. open a camping do camping next door or something <laughs> yeah to be fair there are sites that do offer that option yeah um, yeah again where it's mod land so you've got that piece of land there and then everything around it is farm farmers yeah. owned um so obviously yeah yeah but it, it's still a good site yeah, I've got. I've yet to go to that one. I think that and Redcon are the only two that I haven't been to. Obviously, there's been other sites over the years because mm. you've been around for a while now. Yeah. Um, so uh, my first game um, was 1994. That was the first time I ever pulled a trigger. Yeah. Prior to that, I used to play a lot of paintball. I used to run. Would you believe I actually used to run mini paintball games when I was 18? Um, and that's no lie yet i had quite a few paintball guns and uh, a friend of my dad's who worked at sunbless bakeries he yeah. owned some land and he ever said look lads if you want to go have a little shoot um and play your paintball you're more than welcome to use this little spinny we've got yeah and um so i used to get a group of us there'd be like four aside five aside because i had all the paintball guns so i used to bag up all the paint and you know the night before on a saturday night and we used to spend mm. like five six hours just shooting each other in uh, you know in this, this little woodland so and i used to organize it and run it and that was when i was 18 and then i i played paintball as part of a um a little team i even got my name in the magazines we we did quite well on that um but the very first time i picked up an airsoft gun oh my god that was it all the paintball stuff went in the loft and yeah. I, I never went back to i've never played paintball since um 
so yeah 1994 um but I loved it. Uh, we used to go around play sites, you know. Um, I'm in Hertfordshire, so I used to visit. Uh, well, my first ever site was Tet Brigade. Uh, that was uh, Cock Lane in Broxbourne. That was mm. one of the early site before they are where they are now. Um, uh, the rules were slightly different there. It hurt a lot more. Um, but as things went on, the the the, the actual uh, sport grew and grew, and it got to a point that there was so many other sites, um, you know. Po- popping up or even available that we were like wow you know um started doing a lot of visiting other places yeah. and i actually ended up at rf upward um at the building so i don't know if you ever went went to our uh, rf upward uh, that was fire support wasn't that's it, it yeah. yeah and i didn't I, get there before it closed unfortunately no well again i used to play tech brigade where we had about 30 ish people there rob mm. rob skinner there lovely guy I'd known him for many years he used to run a cracking game had so much fun you could pretty much just guarantee that there was well if you could find the people sometimes it was a little bit too big you'd wander around but um it, it, yeah it was it was just great so started looking elsewhere as well you know because we just loved yeah. it and uh, to get involved there with the buildings but the transition of going from 30 people in a woodland to i think there was about 120 130 people i'd never seen so many airsoft players in one in one group at one time you know yeah. it was just unbelievable um and that's really opened my eyes you know I, I was there with my friends and had some cracking days you know and then we played the mall and the, i don't know if you remember the bingo hall opposite the mall you no that? unfortunately that oh, was yeah. derelict when i yeah. first went there they they still had the dog leg um over right. towards the car park but the That's bingo it. hall was yeah. closed and then yeah sort of that as i cr- went back there over the years you lost the dog leg and then eventually the whole lot went unfortunately yeah um, real shame but no we, we had some great days and still got some pictures of the inside the uh the bingo hall and that was yeah. amazing um pistol shotguns and that's what i kind of like as well and that's again something that you you can't get with the paintball side of it not knocking paintball there's a massive place for it obviously it's still very mm. popular um but what i love about airsoft is the different type of weapons and the how they work and exa- so spring spring and gas days for me i love them you know pistol yeah. shotguns you're literally counting the rounds you know battle of attrition almost you know you can load up quick enough and you know I, I love all that um so again played quite a few places but it wasn't till i got a little bit of land near again where i live uh i, I can't remember what year i think it's 2009 um mm started running games there you know and and it was just inviting people that we knew to come along i had some lots of spare guns so just just to hire them out really or lend them out at the time yeah. and it grew from there um until we actually um got too big almost to to carry on just as a a, a sort of a, a group of people i needed to make sure that i had public liability insurance make sure that everyone was safe because it's clear that you know a lot of the people that started to turn up just wanted to play you know they didn't really know us as well they were friends yeah. of friends um so i hadn't really planned if i'm being honest to to actually oh yeah i want to be a site owner it kind of just evolved and i know you know and that's just purely because of the love of the sport and and anyone that knows me well knows genuinely that is absolute what it is yeah. i absolutely love it it's the best thing it's the best thing that i've ever done um i've done a lot of the world war ii reenactment i, I enjoy that but well, i used to enjoy it i don't do it obviously airsoft's every weekend but um airsoft just brings something that nothing else i've done in my life uh, has you know it's just brilliant um yeah. and the people wow you know uh 99.9 percent of everyone just absolutely brilliant you know yeah. met a few angry people 
Mm. Um, but everyone's different, you know. Uh, <laughs> but they're always welcome if they stick by the rules and everyone just plays and, you know, does does what we ask and to enjoy the day. That's perfect. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, one thing I've got to ask, which I've been meaning to ask somebody from the uh, site side of things, um, is obviously the current situation we're in with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, how hard has that been for uh, your, yourself as an airsoft site? But obviously I know site owners talk to each other as well, so generally how yeah. tough has it been on you guys at the end of the day? Because <laughs> I know everyone's yeah. dying to get back, but you guys yeah. obviously have to make sure that we're all safe. Absolutely. Right, so from my own personal point of view... Um, I've been very, very disappointed um, by our government, if, if, mm. if, you know, want of a better word. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, slag them off or, or be rude or anyway. But um, when we were all told, right, from March the 23rd, we're going into lockdown. But don't worry, we'll look after you. We'll be there for you. You know, there is mm. money for businesses, etc. I kind of thought, hmm, OK, he's saying the words, but I kind of trusted their word. Um the reality is, for me as a director, um, I'm not self-employed apparently because I'm a director. So basically, I take dividends or drawings from my own business. I don't actually invoice myself as a right. self-employed person. That basically puts me outside of any help. It just means that mm. I'm not recognised. So I personally am not eligible for any government help or business help, um, mm. which is the grants they're offering Um you know, up to two and a half thousand pound a month, or the ten thousand if you've got a small business property, or twenty five thousand, whatever it is, um, and that is quite upsetting in a way. And it might sound like a little bit of a childish comment, but I use the word unfair. It's just unfair. And mm-hmm. what that means is, just because I'm a director, it doesn't mean I haven't got any bills. It means I've still got bills like everybody else, and I've still got to yeah. pay my way. Um, Luckily, I don't live to my means. You know, I'm 50 years old this year, which, uh, you know, uh, I'm not probably look older, but I'm 50 this year and I live in the same house. I moved here when I was 20 years old. So my mortgage is peanuts. Um, you know, I, I'm here with my wife and my daughter and his boy, uh, her boyfriend. And, um, you know, we, we're all sort of pitching in together and just making it work. So from a personal point of view, I've been living on my savings and also the amazing support of the uh, community with my uh, prize draws that we've been doing. And I've still got contractual agreements um, that I have to pay. I mean, for example, I've got eight tablets that that we use for booking in, um, etc. Well, you know, I have to pay them every month. We've got ground rent to pay. We have to pay, obviously, our rent. Uh, The landlords have been very good. Um, But again, they're not saying you can't pay. They're just saying, obviously, we defer money or pay when you can, etc. So there's things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's been tough personally for me, but I'm not literally going under because I've got money of my own. But really, I shouldn't have to use my own money. Really, yeah, because... Yeah, I mean, from a business point of view, um, we must be way over £26,000 in take, turn it, turnover down already. That's not yeah. profit, but that's turnover. Just just looking at all the... And if you think the Shift Your Rifts event, that would have had, had probably nearly 800 people over two days. Yeah. Uh, that, that, was, that was all booked in. They were booked in. You know, I mean, I know that it doesn't happen until it happens because we don't take money up front. Um, but yeah, 
it's uh it's been it, it's been tough and very disappointing mm. I, I feel let down to be fair yeah. but what i will say and i'm gonna have to be playing devil's advocate i'm lucky i've got my health mm. i've got my family i've got my friends i've got a business to go back to um yeah. and you know realistically there are so many people that are much much worse off and, yeah. and you know and uh, you know i'm not being oh you know that guy but i will say you know i'm just grateful for what i have got yeah. and, and not you know uh, thinking about what i haven't had or what i haven't got you know um there are people that have been made redundant they literally don't even know what they're going to do i mean yeah. that, that must be a horrible position yeah to that's be that's the thing with it with all the uh, airlines at the moment what you're hearing about them as well you know it must it's be horrible. terrifying for them yeah uh, I, that, that's why i sort of count my blessings really because working in engineering in the defense sector uh, we've obviously got contractual obligations, so I've had to keep working through all this. Uh, yeah. We we are. It is nice to actually turn up on a late shift and be able to get a car park in space <laughs> for a change, so uh, not have to yeah. drive around the car park, you know, because a lot of people are working from home now. But you know, yeah. even even that was tough. You know, there's a lot of people who are saying about being out of work and having to stay at home all the time but it is tough having to go into work as well because it's constantly on your mind of what if I catch this thing what Absolutely. if someone comes into yeah. work with this yeah. thing so I think I think everyone's had a tough time at the end of the day and yeah. I just can't I can't wait to go and have a beer with my mates and chill out and wait for this all to blow over yeah, I can actually been... go back down to Winchester <laughs> yeah absolutely there's been an announcement this evening i think boris boris has relaxed yeah. a little bit more i'm i'm not too sure on the details there. up to what i saw from bbc news uh on the day of recording so this is thursday the 28th it was from monday so when this goes live actually okay. they're saying up to six people yeah so meet. that's definitely yeah. Okay, so in the group chat i'm in i basically said right so that's me nick mctaggart tom hutchins tony <laughs> And Dan Killip, and I said, and then the rest of you in the group chat can fight out over who's the sixth person. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, but no, as I said, you know, the, my biggest worry uh, is when the they say, right, we can now do ticketed events, we can get people together. I hope they don't put a really hard restriction on yeah. numbers. Now, if they say you can have twenty people at an event, well, that's uh, it's cheaper, or actually, I couldn't even run with twenty people because it, the, the the bills would exceed uh, exceed the income you see yeah. so realistically um i need to you know just play it wise as well make sure that we're not running back into something that we can't afford to pay now obviously you know uh, if i have my own land and that's something in the future that i'm really looking to do i really want to get my own piece of land where i'm the landlord and, you know, there's no rent fee. Obviously, I have to pay off my loan for buying the land. But I'd love to get my own land. And then, obviously, I'm in control of that. Yeah. Um, and be able to, obviously, run events as, as many times uh, as we wish. Like, you know, but that's hopefully for something maybe next year or the year after or the year yeah, after. Yeah, when, 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 I mean, and the <laughs> end of this year is going to be the time to buy. Property prices should be down. Yeah, I mean, I think this isn't going away. You know, this... No. Right now, we're going to still be talking about this next year. We're still going to feel the the repercussions from it next year. And, of yeah. course, uh, we're going to be paying for it for many years. Um, which, of course, I'm sure I'll have to contribute my bit, even though I didn't get anything. I'm sure I'll still have to. <laughs> but, again, you know, um, I'm just, I just feel a little bit disappointed uh, 
by that. But hey, hey, you know, at the end of the day, as I say, I still count my blessings. And, uh, you know, mm. I'm just really looking forward to getting back into it. Um, and we will be looking to probably run more events um, on the same day. So, I mean, I've got two sprinter vans with the, you know, the rifty vans, I call them. Um, I could even hire a third van and have three events running on the same day. Yeah. There's me, Steve and Jake. So, you know, why not? Um we're changing the hire equipment, so anyone now that hires a, a face mask uh, takes it home. Yeah. We, we won't we won't be regurgitating the face mask. It's literally uh, we'll have to obviously up the price of the um, the hire equipment uh, by five pounds. But that five pound means you take your mask home, and we we'll limit the amount of hire kit mm. we do on the day. So I again, mean, I you, mean the beauty of that as well though yeah. is that they've then got some of the kit to get them started. They've got Absolutely, the face protection, yeah. so yeah. It, it, it's a starting block. It's one less thing to worry Absolutely, about. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, if they want to hand them back in or throw them away, they can do. But we won't reuse them again because yeah. obviously, you know, as I was talking to the guys, you know, we can't one hundred percent guarantee that that mask hasn't got a tiny microscopic trace after we've cleaned it of. of virus on it or something yeah. so the, the the easiest thing to do is they keep it yeah uh, it's the probably the most um sensible thing to do which that's so, certainly something we're going to be doing um but you know it's, it's still a worry but i'm hopeful um yeah. a lot of people ask me when we're back um i'm thinking end of june to july uh i i'm hoping that we're back in july i mean if they still keep us closed in july i'd well, we might be having a different conversation about how well are you doing because I don't think I can survive that long. Um, yeah. So by July, I'd like to think that we're all back out there playing. Um, but again, that's just my guess, my hope. Yeah. Um, you know. Cool. Well, uh, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, the, okay. There's much more we could talk about, so I think we're going to have to do a part two at some point in the future. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, it's no problem. Uh, did I talk too much or was I okay this time? No, you're fine this time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a note makes in front my, It makes my life easier. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. There's a note in front of me that says, don't talk too much. <laughs> no joke. But yeah, there so you go, you're so. obviously running the giveaways at the moment so people can check out all your social media for those. Yeah, always, um, what I would say is a message to everyone, it's always look at the website before Facebook. Everyone goes to Facebook, but we've got a website, that's where everything happens yeah. first. So people go, oh, I didn't know you was doing this. Well, look at the website, yeah. riftairsoft.com. It's, it's been there for 10 years. I mean, we've, we've had it for years. So easy to find, you know, look on the website. That's where I put everything first. Facebook is always second. Yep. Uh, but Facebook is more popular. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we'll drop all the links to the social medias in the descriptions as well. For the yeah, episode. I'll also put a link on the website as well. Yeah, cool. You Thank you very much. Well. Um, but yeah, thanks for your time, Tony. Glad we no, could finally make this work. No problem. Excellent. Uh, okay, thank you. And that is it for this week, guys. Take care yes. of yourself. Stay home for now. Uh, don't meet in more than six, please. I want to actually play airsoft this year. <laughs> yeah, we will do. Yeah. Um, Take care, everyone. Yeah, thanks so for listening. Catch you next time on the Chairsoft Show. Bye for now. Thank you.